Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey! We're back, everybody. Is this record? It's recording. Oh, we're live. Yeah. Boy, this is, uh, we gotta get the dust off. Oh, I got cobwebs in my asshole here. The, the rust and the dust. Oh, I have a topic I'd like to bring up. Oh, that was I don't want to st- start quick. Quick top. Just remind me and I'll come back to it. All right, well, we can start with it. What else are we doing? But we're here. We're back. And I think it's been almost a month. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did the Wednesday. It's been, oh, it's been exactly three weeks. We oh, recorded okay. three weeks ago today. I'm spotting. So, uh, God God bless you. Welcome back. To us, it's a welcome back, but to right. you, we were here all along. True, true. But uh, something happened with the video. People are asking about the video. I got to clear this up. Oh, we didn't videotape in New Mexico. New Mexico. Right. Well, but usually... The old video comes out the week of a new audio, uh-huh. so people have some video to see. And now, since we took that no video, we're, we're sans vid, but we'll be back in the vid world. Yes, well, we didn't have an episode on New Year's Eve. I mean, uh, Christmas Eve. We did? So there was no video. Well, we did the best. We did we the did live. The Chris D. Yes. And Got then it. the New Mexico, we didn't have the camera with us. Yes. Where are the cameras? <laughs> so um, there was no video for a couple of weeks, but we're fucking here. We're back. We're gay. Love it. We're back, and uh, here's my here's my topic. I said we got a lot to get into here. This Please, is crazy. Get but right in me. I was thinking about this on the walk over here up Fourth uh, Street there. Mm, don't give it away. Because I walked by. Well, I mean, they know you're in with the area, anyways. Sure, West uh, Elm. Uh, yeah. West Elm. That's where uh, Kennedy was shot. In the the furniture store. He makes a left. Is that a furniture store? West Elm. No kidding. I wonder if it's named after the Triangular Fire. Triangular fire? What the hell is that? That's the fucking... Oh. That's the conspiracy about JFK. The triangle. They had the guy in the books depository or... Oh, uh, Ruby. Yes. And uh, is it depository? Yeah. Is that the same as the thing you stick in your ass? That's suppository. Ah. Which is a, a whole nother way to kill somebody. You know, put a book in your ass. But then there was a guy on the grassy knoll and then someone, you know, in the, I don't know, cowboy stadium or something. They had a triangular fire. It was the conspiracy. Ah, gotcha. But one of the streets is West Elm, because I just remember them being like, he makes a left under West Elm, that great scene in JFK. Oh, I wonder if that's what it's, it's a weird thing to name your furniture about. Yeah, that would be uh, off-putting yeah. to some. I mean, you get the conservatives, I guess. Right, <laughs> I guess so. And they hated that Kennedy, huh? This uh, These prices will blow your mind, folks. Uh, the live one is in my head, because I feel like... I always say, in my head when we're here on the couch, I think a higher percentage of things are getting a big laugh yes, at home. Yes, yes. And then you do a live one, you're like, oh, there's about Ooh. six laughs per episode. That's true, but I'll, I'll read the comments sometimes, and they'll make a reference to some line we say, and I'm like, oh, they like that? Right. That wasn't even a joke. So yeah. you never know. you got to just live and, and jizz. Yeah, I had to stop reading the comments because I was going to pull a JFK on myself. Ah, uh, yes. But, what? Fuck Marilyn? Does anyone ever uh, try to kill themselves with two guns at once? Like a double, because that would be fun and silly looking, you know? That's like a, true. You'd, you'd really have to pull them at the same time because you don't want one to go, because when one goes off, you're just done anyway. You wouldn't get the other one. Right. So you'd have to really synchro. But well, worst case scenario, you only die a little. True, true. 
Anyway, so this is what I was thinking about because I walked by. There's a uh, an African American tattoo parlor. What? Right down the street here. Segregated. Well, there's a bunch. They have a bunch of records in the window, and it's like Biggie, Tupac, Michael Jackson, some other douche, and then uh, you know whoever. DMX. Maybe DMX could have been. Maybe Nas or Nelly. I get them all confused. Sure, sure. A lot of bandanas. Uh, but anyway, so that I walked by, and there was a. I was looking at the tattoos, which are silly. You don't have tattoos. Not a one. I don't have tattoos. So then I got to thinking in my head. If you had to get a tattoo, someone had two oh, guns to your head, a triangular fire in your head, yeah. and they said, you have to get a tattoo right now, or oh. we're going to shoot you right in the face. Oh, my God. What are you getting? Oh, man, that is tough. I'd have to think about that. I guess I don't have time to think. I'd probably just get uh, queef on the back. <laughs> back queef? Back queef in, with quotes and an exclamation. I might get a target on my back for Ooh, guys to blow loads on, you that's know? That's not bad. That's um, not bad. Maybe a butterfly. Yeah, or you could do get a tattoo like a little squeegee <laughs> back there. Um, yeah, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah. Maybe I get comedy. When I was a kid... I wanted like a young kid, and I used to try to design my tattoo. And this is—I might have mentioned this before. If you could get tattoos as a kid, I right now would have peace, love, and rock and roll on my lower back. I wanted that in like cursive writing. Imagine if I had that. Imagine if you get a tattoo when you're 13. I'd have a big old Red Sox B on my calf and a peace, love, and rock and roll. And then I wanted to get—this is serious. I was probably like 14. I wanted the Rolling Stones tongue on my hip. That I don't mind. But that's, that's like a fun. It's a lady spot. If I had it on my bicep, it would be right, something. Right. But that tongue right here on my next to my cock, peace, love, and rock and roll on my back, and a Red Sox thing. Yeah, that's tough. Boy, you'd be a whole different cat. It would be a different. I'd have to be a different guy. You would. Yeah, yeah. I know. A, I know a one man. And I think you know him too, but I won't say his name. But he's got a crazy tramp stamp. Oh, I know that guy. You know him? Yeah, tall guy. Yes, yeah, tall yeah. guy. And uh, I did uh, last comic standing with him. We were all in the pool, and oh! somebody spotted it from far away. Oh, it was not hard to spot. That thing was huge. It was like a gothic uh, church back there. Yeah, and somebody was like, "Is that what?" And there was like the whispers went across the oh, poolside. Man, and uh, I've it been was wearing a cummerbund all day long in that pool. But it was a game changer. It was a real oh, like I got to yeah. rethink a lot of conversations. Yeah, you know, he moved to L.A. Uh, not too long after that thing was spotted. <laughs> I think he had to fly the coop because there'd be a couple times where he's up on the top shelf grabbing some macadamias, and I got a glimpse of that ink, and I was like, "Oh, buddy, you gotta yeah. get that removed, fatty." Yeah, that's tough. I mean, that's 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 a brutal one. But uh, what can you do? They can make it into something else. Because I knew a lady that uh, I was intimate with, and she had a tattoo that wasn't a great tattoo, one of those teenager things. Sure. And she was like, "I'm gonna get it changed into something else." And for us non tattoo artist it's hard mm. to picture you're like yeah how are you gonna make that into anything right but they can like color right over it and she posted on instagram like it, it changed into like something like spectacular and there's no remnants of the other thing wow so he might be able to make a big you know skateboard or a record like a, player like and a bat or something maybe a bat yeah an eagle flying with a flag and shitting on an iranian yeah 9-11 something <laughs> oh yeah there you go i knew a kid uh shane from this kid was from new orleans like bad kid went to juvie when he was like four you know that kid mm-hmm. knife fighting bar brawling he felt like he was a like uh, just a number, you know. He's like, ah, we're not real. We're the, the government's got us. So oh, he, he, he one got of those. The, the yeah. barbed wire, not barbed uh, barcode. 
on his back oh. of his neck. Like, we're just, they just scan us, oh, man. Oh, God. We're not, we're not people. We got no feelings to them. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's dead. Has he ever tried to scan it? Because that would be something <laughs> if it went boop and it turned up, you know, 1995. Right, right, yeah. Uh, well, I knew a guy. I've talked about the two two different guys. There was one guy I went to high school with, and we were the Panthers, and he was on the wrestling team. He was all into wrestling, mm. and he got a panther, like, coming out of his back. Ooh. Like, it was, like, scraping through it, so it was, like, his skin was torn. Yes, yes. And it's weird because it's your high school. I know. That's worse than the ring. Like, it's one thing. With if you go to college and you're like a Division One athlete, and right. like you have these formative years, and you're like LSU Tigers, we won the national championship, yada yada. You heard it here first, folks. Go tag. Uh, but this guy, I mean, you have a high school mascot on your back Ooh. for life. Ooh. You love high school that much? That's embarrassing. And I loved high school. Sure. I had a great time, but I'm not getting a fucking Whitman Hanson on my tits. No, no. I was the mascot. I was the Cavalier for half a week, and I'm not getting anything. Cavaqueer. You got that right. Uh, and then there was another guy. I've brought this up before. My sister dated a guy. This is the worst tattoo of all oh, tattoos. Here we go, folks. He had, I told, I talked about this before, Tasmanian Devil Uh-oh. holding a severed Bugs Bunny head. Uh, it was dripping blood. He had him by the ears. Come on. And Tasmanian Devil sucks. Well, Bugs Bunny is great. That's a good point. It should be the other way around. Oh, I like that. Bugs with a Taz. That would be maybe something. Also, that has no significance to you. I could see if your your dad raped a bunny or something, but that's just nothing to you. That's just cartoons. And it's a it's a t-shirt. Get a T-shirt. Get a T-shirt. And if you had that as a T-shirt, I guarantee by now you would have given it to Goodwill. Oh. You would have been like, I don't need this. What am I doing? You'd be jizzing at that thing. You'd be using it to clean up the kitchen counter with some 409. I like using a T-shirt to wipe up my cum. Same. It's a good fabric. Yeah, it works. I like a sock, too. Oh, I told you the story. We probably told this when Tom Dustin was on. My mother used to get those Old Navy 4th of July shirts every year. She still does. Uh-huh. I haven't worn it since ever. But it's like a big American flag, Old Navy. They release it every year. And one year, they were white, and she got one for me and Tom Dustin. I live with Dustin. We were sure. inseparable at the time. Yep. And I just forgot to give it to him, and there was two. So I used one as a cum rag for like six months. <laughs> Jizzing on the flag, huh? Yeah. So I didn't give it to him till Labor Day, and I brought down the wrong one. I thought I had the right one. Uh-oh. I was a drunk, and I just gave him a shirt, and it was like a sitcom. I was like, my mom got you this, and enjoy it. And I go upstairs, I just oh. hear, Brucho! And I was like, what? And I come downstairs, and he's wearing it. And it's just like all crinkled oh. up. I mean, it just looked horrible. It looked like a bunch of potato chips on it, where it was crunchy and yellow <laughs> and there was salt. Oh my uh, god! And he was just, yeah. It was like I was like, that's the wrong one. Take that off. Yeah. And then I went and got the other one, and then I licked up that one. Sure. I wonder what's worse, the the flag jizzed on or touching the ground. Well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't get it on the flag. I got it in the white because I would like to get oh, okay. it in the white because it would make it almost look like tie dye after yes. it all dried up. That's right. And I remember I lived with Ira and Bulger, and the same thing. They found a T-shirt like under my bed, and I, I came out, and I, I held it up, and it was just splattered, just Ooh, nasty. Been there. You could break it. Yeah, there's so many moms across America and maybe uh, Europe and parts of Asia that are just picking up crunchy socks right now for some kid and throwing them in the wash. Yeah, I don't know why I thought. I wiped them in my tidy whities all the time because yeah, that was yeah. close. The drawer was right there, and I would grab them and just... Oh, same. And you're 14, so you're jizzing like a like a half a gallon. Oh yeah, a lot of jizz. I was just watching the news yesterday. We we have like half as much. I saw the cum. same thing. Where was where did you see that? Because where was it? It was on something. But our grandfathers were loaded with sperm. Yeah, why and we is got that? like a third of it. I didn't hear the uh, 
details of why we got no cum. I think it's just a, a it's a testosterone thing. You know, there's no war to fight. Well, who knows now? But there's no war. There's no like building shit. You know, you're not hitting a woman. You, you lose some manliness, maybe. Weird. I are playing video games. We got Uber. That seems weird. Maybe it's some diet stuff too, or maybe something. Some diet, the, but I, the sugar. They say like if a guy gets hired as a CEO, his testosterone goes up. If you exercise, mm. it goes way up. And I think people are just. Becoming a little more laid back and hanging out and playing uh, Brick Breaker or whatever the hell. What if it's like the earth and society? We have too many people now. They want less uh, danger. What do, you, what do you call that? Potency. A little uh, population control. Yes. Now, does testosterone equal more cum? I thought testosterone was just like, hey, how you doing? And lifting weights or some bullshit. I think it makes more jizz because, you know, you're more... Uh, Potent or manly or masculine? I don't know. Because I noticed I don't have a ton of load left. Oh, really? You're a dribbler? Well, I just went like three weeks. Cause I was ho- I was at my family and then her family uh-huh. and vice versa. I sandwiched the two, actually. Her family, my family, her family. And so I didn't blow a load for like six months. Oh, my God. And then finally, you got to just... I'm like, I got to get something going sure, here. Sure, sure. And so uh, I wailed one off, and uh, it was a sizable amount, but like when I was 15, if I went three weeks, Ooh. which would have been impossible, I would have taken four lives. Oh, it'd be Katrina. But I would have came a fucking, you know, a candle. But this sure. was like a little... <laughs> just a little dabble, do you? Yeah, wow. That's interesting, because uh, I almost rubbed one out when you were on your on your way and I looked at the clock and I went, oh, oh save it. So I'm really a brewing right now. I hear you. Well, back in the day, by the way, I could jerk off in 40 seconds. Oh, yeah. Now it takes me 45 minutes. I, have, yeah. I quit a few times. I right. change the channel. Yeah. Sometimes I'll try to watch a porn, but it just never connects. Oh, really? So then I, I'm i like, I can't do this. So I X out of the porn. I start looking at Instagram and then it's oh, just, yeah. you know, a that Sam Morrill video. And then, sure, that helps. Yeah. yeah. I can get off to that. Good joke writing. <coughs> yeah, decent eyebrows. <clears throat> Excuse me, semen. That's probably reflex. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I'm a little, I got no sleep. I'm gay. I'm all over the road. Yeah, yesterday I was fucked. I was on two hours, but I caught up. All right, we better get into yeah, some Yeah, let's some get into some stuff because it's been a long time coming. Yeah, well, can I go back to Christmas? Or yeah, is that too get in much? there. You, you get because I got to get some thoughts all together right. anyways. I don't well, know what the fuck's going there's on. There's a war over on here. Christmas, I hear. Is that uh, what World War Three is? I don't know much about anything. I don't either. I try not to listen to politics. I've never voted. Um, all right. So I just want to say this. So going to the ladies' house in Beantown, or Mass, I should say, for the uh, for the holidays, we got a 3 p.m. train. So we kind of got the day to Dilly. Sure. We get a breakfast. We haven't even packed yet. And we're sitting on the couch. It's probably like 1140. And the lady's like looking, let me let me get the reservation up just so we have it. I'm like, all right, we got, you know, four hours. We're good. And she goes, huh, ah, I just realized the train's at 1230. Oh. And it was like a home alone scramble. Like, what? You know, we're in pajamas. <laughs> we were planning on taking a shower. We were going to roll in the hay. We were going to do anal. And then we realized, fuck it. So now we're just throwing shit. We're wearing robes and everything, throwing shit <laughs> into a bag. And we just run out the door, go straight to Penn Station, barely make the train. Oh my god! Crazy, crazy. So uh, we get on the train. The train, it's 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 like a John Hughes film. You know, it's holiday season. Everybody's getting out of New York, going back to the, their hometown. Hard to get a seat. We can't even sit together. It's so jammed. And there's a lady. Everybody's fighting over seats. There's a lady, just bitching up a storm. We haven't even left yet. And she's like, "This person has a cat." I cannot be around a cat. I am allergic. And it was this Hispanic guy with his whole family. He's got like eight people with him. And he's like, hey, look, you know, 
They allow cats on the train, so you got to deal with it. El gato. And she was like, I will not deal with it. And this is where it got ugly. She goes, this is America. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if she meant it that way, but it came out that way. I think she would have said it either way, whether this guy was Hispanic or uh, Bulgarian. Shouldn't that be his argument? Mm. This is America. You can bring a cat on a train. I guess so. Yeah. I didn't think about that. All right, so she says it's America. So she goes, he, I was here first. He showed up with the cat. He's got to move. But and isn't it a huge train? Oh, she just wants to change seats. She doesn't want to change seats. I she gotcha. likes her seat, and she's got a big puss breathing on her. You don't want to change cats mid-seat. Right. Yeah. So the guy goes, I'm not moving. You know, you got a problem with my cat. You should move. And it turns into this debate, and the whole train's going, yeah, it's the chicken and the anal here. We don't right. know what, what to do. And uh, so they, they go, all right, well, get the conductor in here. The conductor? <laughs> like, yeah, like he's going to solve it. He's the judge and jury. Well, those guys are tough cookies, by oh, the way. Oh, They're yeah. all Boston, like, Quincy guys. Yes, yes. Got to be like, get your fucking cat out of here. You got right. nine lives on the cafe car, you fucking homo. <laughs> exactly. Right. So the, the, he comes clinking down, ching, ching. He's got eight keys on for he's some Asian? reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's got the little hat for some reason. The whole thing, he's 800 pounds. He's... Knocking things over, you know, the, the whole trains is shaking and a rumbling. Did he have that nickel thing? I like that nickel thing. He had the nickel thing. I love those things. He had a nickel thing. He had a key with the... Whoop, oh, know, the, the stretchy line. keys. Yeah, 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 I like those. This guy had a tattoo of uh, Bugs Bunny raping FUD and all this <laughs> shit going on. This is crazy. We should be conductors for a couple of weeks. It'd be nice. The hat, the key, the whole thing. I'd love to conduct. Wouldn't it be fun if I stood on one end, you took my keys all the way down, Ooh, and then let them go, and wow. then go... I would love that. I'd put a little note on it. I'd be flicking those nickels all over the place. Oh, yeah. All, all right. right. Nickel, so he, please. So he comes in. So he comes in, and he goes, what the hell's going on here? He's this big, fat Boston guy with a horrible beard and a bad skin and, you know, balding. And he's got a hat cocked to the side. He's pissed. He doesn't want to be there. He's like, I'm not I'm not Judge Joe Brown here. I'm a conductor. Yeah, these poor bastards. To, I wrote a whole sitcom about this, and then they said it wouldn't be great or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty good, too. Oh, let's get that. Is it called Conduct? It was called... Fuck, what was it called? Run a train? I can't remember. The Northeaster. It was named after the train, mm, I think. Or Acela? Uh, no. I can't even remember. I wrote it with Bobby, and it was great. And then one guy poo-pooed it, and Bobby was out. Damn. He's like, this is going to be too high, too costly, and blah, 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 because it's a moving train, and yada, yada. Uh, yeah, he needs one train. But I think it was really good. Either way. Yeah, okay. So he comes in there. He's so he mad. comes in. Everybody's, everybody's uh, you know, up, up perched like a mongoose on the back of the seat, like, what's going on? And the guy goes... Cat lady, move it. <laughs> and wow. That was it. And he just told her, like, get the hell out of here. And she was like, I am not moving. He's like, we are not starting this train until you get up. And she did the whole, she's like, I'm going to die on this hill. I am not moving. So the Hispanic guy went, all right, fuck it. And he grabs his big fat tabby and walks to another car. Wow. And that was that. But it was a quite a, a little to-do. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. So then we went to uh, Cape Cod, lived it up, saw the whole fam, did it up, did a Yankee swap, which is something you New Englanders do that I never was uh, privy to. I love the Yankee swap. I'm part of two Yankee swaps. Damn. That's a lot of swapping. Mm-hmm. So uh, swap. we, we had a great time, great food, the whole family. Her grandmother walked up to me. She's like 900 years old. She's like, you like John F. Kennedy? I was like, yeah, sure, as much as the next guy. She goes, but you're from Louisiana, so you never know. 
I think she was saying, are you a Republican? Ah. Who knows? But it was very jarring. Well, maybe she thought you were a Clay Burchute, because they were all New Orleans guys. Who's that? That's the guy. It's Tommy Lee Jones. He fucking ah. Triangular Fire. I really love that picture. Yeah, good movie. Back yeah. and to the left. Hell of a film. So we go see Richard Jewell one day. Oh, jeez. What'd you think? I haven't seen it, but that I, Eastwood does not make a great film. It's pretty good. I think they're in trouble with a little bit because the lady fucks a guy for secrets or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. I heard that. Yeah, yes. that didn't happen. She's dead. Who's dead? That lady. Oh, really? I Googled all this shit. She uh, died of an OD. No kidding. Yeah, she's played by Olivia Wilde. So it was pretty good? It's pretty good, yeah. Because Eastwood hasn't had a good film since 1992. Well, you got uh, Gran Tari. Oh, it's one of the worst movies of all time. You got American Bay. American Bay. Million Dollar Bay. Oh, I thought that was overrated. I didn't get it. Yes. There's, a, there's a ghost and a thing, it's and she hits her head. Great, but what about Iwo Jima? The documentary? No, he did a, a, a real one. I didn't see that one. I thought that I think that won an Oscar. Maybe. All right. He talks to a chair. American Sniper's garbage. The whole thing. It oh, really wow. stinks. All right. Well, you hate Eastwood. Yeah, Wyatt Earp. No, what was it? Doc Holliday? Unforgiven. Unforgiven. That was the one that was great. That one, That's terrific. That's a great film. Uh, all right, so... He should have armed himself. Then we fly straight from Beantown to Portland, Oregon. And man, I got to tell you, this was a rough day. Really? Wake, wake up at five. For some reason, the lady has just got a bug. She's yakking. Oh. We get to the airport. She's yakking. This is a six-hour flight. She yaks at the airport. <laughs> We get her on the Alaska flight, which, fuck, my asshole, Alaska stinks. Ah, I don't know what you're doing with these airlines. You ever fly Alaska? I haven't, but Ooh. Derek swears by it. Oh, they smell. It's horrible. <laughs> they, the Inuits can uh, get out of the sky, will you? Stick to the igloo. Brutal. <laughs> so she's yakking on the plane. I'm, she's like four seats behind me. I'm looking back. She's green. She's behind you? Oh, uh, yeah. I like to keep a distance. Uh, good you know, idea. The women. Keep them back. So, uh, yeah, she's puking all over the plane. It was brutal. We finally land. She has friends in town. They come meet us at the airport, and she's like, I can't hang out. I'm sorry. She pukes at the airport. Something about the holidays. People with a lot of holiday bugs. A lot of bugs. I get bugs. It's a bug's life. Bunny. So, uh, Taz. So, yeah, she's uh, yakking all over, and uh, I do all the shows. The shows are great. A lot of Tuesdays. You got some Prilosec. We got some Chipotle. Appreciate it. We sold all the merch, and... Uh, Boom, she gets better. We go skiing in Mount Hood. Oh, you know I've heard Mount a lot Hood? about Mount Hood. Oh, I've yeah. seen all the magnets and the posters. I always want to go to Mount Hood. you got to go to Mount Hood, man. Dying to go oh, to Hood. Oh, fatty. It's gorgeous. It was blue skies. We rent a car. We go to the, uh, on the way up, there's a waterfall. Blue skies in Oregon in December? That's blue a rare. You lucked skies. out. Yeah, she's feeling good. I'm feeling good. The shows were great. We go see a waterfall. It's bananas. It's the second biggest waterfall in America. Woo-wee! That thing was gushing. Niagara. Yes. Niagara, that, please. Yeah. It's the second N-word please uh, Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get a third. Oh, sure. Roll well, then one shows up if you do it three times. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder which one it is. I think it might be Candyman. Oh, well, that's not a good one. I was he was an N. Dr. J or, you know... Bar Burton or something. <laughs> Dr. J. But uh, so we see the waterfall. We keep driving. We got an Airbnb. No, we got a bed and breakfast. Ah, that's what I kept saying when I was in Wales. I kept saying Airbnb. Yes. It's just a B&B. There's no air. No air. It's hard the to air breathe. There. Hard to breathe and breathe. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, uh, God. We're rusty, folks. Sorry. We check in. It's old Mary. I mean, it's right out old of a, like a, that's, that's the lady running the B&B. 
Oh. You know, you, you finally get up there. It's like a two-hour drive. There's no elevation, you know, or what? It's all elevation. What do you go? No altitude, no air. I no, don't know. No uh, bueno? No bueno. You can't breathe up there is what I'm saying. I got you. Yeah. So uh, you get up there. It's in this cute little town. There's nothing going on. We go in the uh, bed and breakfast. Oh, hello. Oh, you know, it's like a 78-year-old lady, white hair, apron on. There's a big dog in the corner. There's a cat, a fluffy cat on the other corner. Beautiful home. She goes, you're in room 408. Breakfast is at 930, whatever you want. I'm like, well, she's dairy-free. She goes, you got it. She's she's amazing. So we drop our shit down. We go skiing. It's hailing and raining the whole time. We picked the worst weekend in history. Oh. Brutal. No more blue skies. The blue skies have left. It's gray skies from now on. And man, we are. I'm going, fuck it. We're here. We drove the three hours. We saw a waterfall. Mary's gay. We're skiing. So we ski all day in the rain. Brutal. I don't know if you've ever done this. No. You're getting on the ski lift and you're just, you're just getting pummeled with rain and hail and then just going up to the mountain, skiing down. You're shivering. You're, if you fall, you're ruined. You're just soaking wet. It oh, was hell. That sounds horrible. It was horrible, but I was like, we came here. We're skiing. But do you ever think just we'll just sit by the fire in the place, get warm? There's something nice about that. That's true. So we do that after. But I was like, we're getting some skiing in. So we do that after. We get a dinner there. It's in this lodge. It's beautiful. I don't know how it's built in 1938. The whole thing's built by hand. It's all these giant wooden roofs and beams and fires everywhere. There's the big polar bear. Oh, I love those. Did you take a photo where you're pretending to be on your phone, but the bear's behind you? That was you. I think that's something you do. Oh, oh, I thought that was your thing. I mean, I did it, but I think that's something probably people have done before. I've never seen it. Yeah, maybe it's just me. I think you call you uh, copyright. All right, I'll All take right. it. There you go. So yeah, just Americana. You know, I'm up there with like Lyndon B. Johnson. There's pictures of him in black and white, like shimmying down the slopes. You know, no kidding. And just a great time. Had dinner. Went back down to the uh, to the Airbnb. Woke up. Breakfast was amazing. She's whipping up pancakes. She's talking too much. It was great. And uh, you bang in the uh, bed and breakfast, which feels weird, you know, because it's like your grandma's below you. Yeah, it's squeaky. When I was in Wales, we never fucked. She was too, it was too much for her. Oh, really? Because it's wooden. You hear the creaks. Yes. And then the, the keyhole's wider than my dick. Oh, so someone could just look yeah. right in there. Yeah, I put my asshole against the keyhole, then I would fuck her from behind. <laughs> just in case someone looked in, that's on you. Yeah. You're going to see a wink. If you open your mouth, they can see right into the room like a telescope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, great time. And then wake up the next day, can't get out of bed. What? I'm bedridden. I'm, I got the chills. The room is spinning. I'm sweating. I'm shitting water. I can barely move. Every muscle aches. Oh, no. And I go, what the hell is this? I, sh- I make my way downstairs because I want the breakfast. <laughs> and Mary goes, what's up with you? I'm like laying on the couch downstairs. She goes, I was like, I think I might have a f- stomach flu or something. I can't move. She goes, you got altitude sickness. Mm. And I go, wow, I've been skiing my whole life. I've never had altitude sickness. She goes, uh, well, did you get drunk? I go, yeah. She goes, well, you're probably dehydrated. And then you exerted yourself in the hail. The combination, you're fucked. Oh, I, it's not the bug that your lady had? No bugs. I'm not puking. It's not really stomachy. I see. I just can't. I can't move. I'm like, ugh. So we can't ski. Oh. So the whole trip's ruined. It's raining. I can't ski. I never got the girlfriend off. She's upset. And uh, the next day, I got to go do shows in San Francisco. Wow. So I have to just, we, the whole trip's ruined. I'm laying there. I wake up. We get on a plane. I, I'm like, 
uh, uh, I'm like uh, Dick Cheney. I can barely move. I'm like Stephen Hawking, you know? And she's like helping me, holding shit. FDR. FDR. So, uh, fat, dumb, retarded. And uh, get to the airport. I can barely get it. So now it's all reversed. She's having a great time. And I'm on the flight like, ah, I can't move. I'm, I'm, I'm the worst. They flipped it. We flipped it. I get to San Francisco. Show that night. I just got to, you know, when you're laying in bed, I finally check into the hotel. Everything is effort. Everything is hard. You get into the hotel. You're like, okay. You look at the clock. Like, all right, it's 4.50. The show's at 8. Right. I got three hours to, like, figure this out. Are you hydrating? And- I'm, I'm hydrating. I got the Pedialyte. I did the whole thing. And, man, that was a hard show. It's like when uh, Larry Bird, he had, like, a back injury. So he used to, like, lay, like, in traction before the game. He would just, like, lay on a board. They had him strapped oh, really? in there. And then they'd, like, cut the straps. They'd be like, let me at him. And then go and wow. get, like, a triple-double. And he'd come out of the game and just lay on the floor the whole time. Whoa. Your bird. I didn't have that. All right. I wish. I, I was, uh, I was. you know, you got to address it. I'm up there like, ah. And, you know, you can tell Tuesdays are like, what's up with this guy? I thought he was a nimble douche. Yeah, because you're a, you're a nimble douche and a, what do you call it? A barrel of laughs? I'll take it. Yeah. Barrel of monkeys. What kind of barrels are there? Cracker barrel? I'm a cracker barrel. All right. Yes. Yeah. You're cracking jokes. Yes. So uh, that first show was brutal, and then the next day I wake up, I, I go to bed at like 10.30. I wake up, feel great. I kicked it. Ah, good to kick it. I thought of some barrels. Oh, hit me. Double barrel. All right. Barrel strawberry. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, barrel. Barreling down the hill. Barrel and hatchet? That's not nah, anything. Batten bat the hatchet. Batten down the hatchet. Barrel and hatchet sounds like a Native American radio team. Ooh. Barrel and hatchet. Barrel and hatchet here. We got to bury it. Uh, I guess I'm out of barrels. Yeah, all right. I was proud of barrel strawberry. Yeah, I like that. That's not bad. So the next day, I'm feeling good. I go see the whole city of San Francisco. What a great, one of the best cities. Now, have you found it to be not as nice as it used to be? Because that's what I keep hearing. Everyone says San Fran. I used to love it. I had to leave. There's homeless queefs, the whole thing. Here's the problem with San Fran. It's become the richest city and the most homeless. So it's you don't get much in the middle. There's it, no middle anymore. Yeah, it's just uh, like tech millionaires hobos, and then some Asians working in the middle. Right. That's about it. And there's shit on the sidewalk everywhere, which mm. is weird. Guys just shit on the sidewalk. But <laughs> it's so, you can see the bones of it. You know, like, oh, that's that old Castro where the gays live, and that's where, uh, what's his name, Paddywhack, Cataract. Jerry Garcia. Give a dog a bone. A Harvey lot of, Milk. A lot of Garcia, a lot of milk. A lot of milk. AIDS. Who are you talking about? I'm though? talking about Kerouac. Ah, oh, Kerouac. Kerouac. He wrote a book in there, and Lenny Bruce blew a guy there, and Woody Allen fucked his daughter there. It's fun. Chappelle shot the special there. The Fillmore, Hendrix, the Golden Gate, uh, Harvey Milk, Weinstein, the whole thing. So it's just a great town, and it was uh, the sun was out, and I was feeling good. So then Joey Avery and Daoud hit me up. Ah, uh, Daoud. I ended up drinking four or five tequilas that night. Went back to bed, woke up. I'm back in traction. I can't move. Oh. Yeah, I fucked it up. So I got too hammered and blew the whole kit and caboo. But oh, I, my I'm God. back now. We're good. But, yeah, San Francisco was amazing. All the shows were killer. Tuesdays, God love you. Thanks for coming. We're going to get this fatty out there. Please, for God's sakes, I'd love to come. Hey, uh, we got a, we got a hot sponsor here this week. Oh, what it's, is that, it? This is a new sponsor for us. Oh, I love these guys. I'm pretty excited. Tuesdays with Stories, folks, is brought to you by Blue Chew. Finally. 
First chewable dick pill. You can just chew a dick pill. Isn't that insane? Because you've had some problems before, I remember. Sure, sure. Yeah. That was a bad night with you. And I'm getting to a certain age, and uh, I keep hearing about these. we got a lot oh, of friends that talk about these. They swear by them. I've been the offered them, and uh, I finally took one for a spin. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ooh. And uh, boy, it was something. Right now, they have a special deal. You got that right. For our listeners, you can visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Tuesdays. Now, I don't know if the folks at home know about this. Why don't you tell them a little bit about Blue Chew? Well, you can take it anytime, day or night, full stomach. Uh, since it's chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Oh. If you know what I mean. I do, I do. And look. I've taken a few Viag in my day. You got to swallow it with some uh, oatmeal and wait for it to kick in. Takes a half hour, 45 minutes. By that time, the prostitute could be dead. So you got to get the blue chew because you can pop it right in. It's like a breath mint, and it takes the stigma away. The ladies love a blue chew. Also, these things are powerful. You can really keep a bone for a long time, and it's that it's that fourteen year old boner, which we all love. I yeah. love a little kid's boner, and uh, yeah, you got to get on it. It's the best. It never fails. It always works. Blue Chew. Yes, and since they're made in the USA, that's right, folks. They're made right here in America. Nothing's made in America anymore except Blue Chew. God yes, damn it, American hard on. Blue Chew prepares and ships direct. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. This wow. is going to save money, folks, and you can especially save money right now. Special deal. I already said it, but hear it again. BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special code Tuesdays. Just pay five dollars in shipping. Again, that's B L U. Chew.com promo code Tuesdays to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Here, here. Get yourself one and have a nice roll in the goddamn hay. Yes, Blue Chew. Or in the bed. Sure. Better hay. You ever actually fuck on hay? No, I don't believe I have. No, me either. It seems like it would be unpleasant. I've slept in hay. No. I fell off a horse, got knocked out. Um, well, let me let me tell you a little ditty about my uh, ah, experience. Please. First of all, we got weeks. So this happened nine months ago. I'm sitting very effeminately right now, but I kind of like it. Yeah, it's working. Get yeah. the yeah, get the the foot bob, the going. top leg bounce, top leg bounce. Yes, and I do an ankle swivel too. Whoa, slow down. I might need a blue chew. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so I had to go uh, out to your neck of the gay, uh, Louisiana. Oh! Ah, the big purchase. So as we've talked about, I mean, I did 15 consecutive weeks on the road. So it was a long, and we got into the last weekend, and it was that one-nighter out there in Lafayette. Yes. Uh, What is that even called? I don't even know. It's in a hotel. It's called Lafayette Comedy. Lafayette Comedy. Yeah, I think so. It's a hot little number out in the middle of nowhere. So it was something. So Sarah and I flew to Houston now three weeks ago Today, actually, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, we fly out to Houston. We see her parents. It's sweet. It's nice. We hang out. Her sister's there. Her sister-in-law. We have a nice little family dinner, hang, chat. Sure. The next day, we get up. We go for a run. We hop in the car. We drive out to Lafayette, wow. which is not a short ride. Three hours, maybe? Four. This is four. about a four-hour ride. from. Uh, she lives in Kingwood, or her parents live in Kingwood. First place I ever did comedy, by the way. Lafayette? Yeah. Wow. Well, oh, I think I remember the guy telling me that. Yep. So I hop in the car, we drive out, and uh, boy, you really drive through some real oh, shit out there. That yeah. Texas between Houston and Lafayette is something. It ain't something. pretty. There's a lot of camo. Yeah, it's it's wild. And uh, so we drive through old America, the way it once was. 
<laughs> and uh, so we get to the gig, and it's a hotel. We check in. It's nice. And it's one of these ones where the, the club is in the hotel, which I love. Yes. Because you can fuck and stick things in your ass until eight minutes before showtime. You got that right. So we come downstairs, and the pod is really starting to take off here. Yeah, baby. there's gays everywhere. I feel like a celebrity in this place. I thought there was going to be nobody. I thought there'd be four gays and a bunch of hicks and whatever. No, also, this is the biggest show in town. Yeah, it's a big show. It's a Friday night, and uh, it's pretty full, and it's Tuesdays everywhere. I didn't know there was so many gays out there. All right, gays. A nice time, and I'm looking at the crowd. I'm like, I think everybody, because you can tell our fans, you know, you can see oh, it's yeah. mostly white, mid thirties, virgins, certain certain kind of thing. Yeah, bad beards. And I'm seeing, you know, some shirts. Not as many shirts because our fucking shirt guys fucking us. That was our fault. Yeah, not our not, fault. Not our it's fault. not our fault. It's fucking, you know, whose fault? Yeah, Puerto Rican. Uh, but anyways, we're trying to work on it. They're working on it. They claim we'll figure something out. Anyways, <laughs> thank you. But uh, so, anyways, I go on stage. Sarah goes up and kills. Oh, great! And uh, the other two guys kill. I have their name. I don't. I can't even remember their names because so much has fucking happened at this mm. point. But uh, that's a whole other thing. I'll get into that later. But anyways, killer show. I go up and it's a hot crowd, and I'm riffing a little bit. I'm talking about Lafayette. At one point, I said, "Oh yeah, you know, it's crazy, New Orleans." And someone goes, "You're not in New Orleans." Oh boy! And I went, "Ah, oh, fuck! I'm sorry. Did I say New Orleans?" I'm like, "I didn't even realize I said that. I apologize." But I do associate Louisiana with New Orleans. Most people do. Because uh, that's what you hear about, New Orleans. It's the big town. You don't hear a lot about other stuff. And I've been talking about New Orleans, so I said New Orleans. I felt bad about it. Anyways, I'm riffing, I'm raffing, I'm doing bits. The bits are all killing. Everything's going good. And I have this new Forrest Gump bit. Yes, good bit. Thank you. And in the middle of the bit, I go, oh, you know, it's funny. Forrest Gump, they did a sequel to Forrest Gump, the book. Forrest mm. Gump is based on a book. They wrote a second book called Gump and Co. Aha. Uh-huh. And in the book the shrimp? He, he it just carries on. I but see. in the book he plays for the New Orleans Saints. Whoa! I didn't know that. So I say that on stage just like that and I just hear fuck you. Damn. And I go, "All right, well, sure. Fuck me, I guess, but uh Was that Drew But yeah, he played for the Saints. The guy goes, "Don't fuck with the Saints. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you." Here we go. <laughs> I go Louisiana. Um, well, I'm not fucking with the Saints. I'm just telling you there's a book. And in the book, for he goes, move on. Jesus. Fuck you. Who? He's saying, fuck you. Who that? And uh, I'm going, all right, sir. Well, I mean, you can look it up. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I didn't write the book. Right. And he's like, you don't fuck with the Saints. And I'm like, well, I'm not fucking with the Saints. And uh, by the way, I could not be more happy that they fucking lost. I hope they lose. I have to go 0-16 next year because of this <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> so he keeps saying, fuck you. We had a good run. And I go... All right, and it's getting weird in the room. Yeah. Because he keeps doing it. And I'm like, I'm just telling you, there's a book. I don't even have a fucking bit about it. I'm just saying there's a book, and in the book, he plays for the Saints. And this nitwit just hears the two, so he thinks I'm calling his team retarded or some shit. Oh, boy. So then a Tuesday over here turns to him and says, hey, fuck you. Ooh, all right, Tuesday. And so now I go, all right, all right. Everyone, stop the show. Yeah, baby. Let's relax. I was like, this is an open carry state. Let's just take it down a notch. Uh Because I can't see this fucking idiot. So I don't know if he's some crazy, you know, swamp guy. Oh, he could be. Might have a knife on him. With fucking a gator teeth in his head and he's hammered and a gun or whatever. Sure. So I go, all right, well, just relax. So they go over there trying to say something. I guess he was trying to Google, but he was too drunk. His thumbs weren't working. I see. And uh, But it's one of those things where you're like, I'm not even 
doing a bit. I'm not even right. being edgy or anything. Yeah. It's just a side. Like, I was comfy because it was all fans. It was a nice show. You know when you're like, you feel comfortable. Yes, yeah. You're in the, so, you're in the hot water, baby. You're waiting. Right. So sometimes you just say things that come to your mind that you're like, you know, it's weird about this. Ah, right. Anyways, and I, they're all fans, so they're enjoying the asides, I think. Yes. And uh, He was triggered. You triggered him. I triggered him over his dumb football team. Exactly. And then evidently, one of the guys in the show talked to him out of the bar. Evidently, he was wearing a fedora, which you don't associate fedoras with this kind of behavior. No. No, no, no. It's probably his good going out show fedora. Perhaps. But uh, so the, the other comic on the show talked to him at the bar, and he was taking it all very personally. Oh, boy. I guess because at one point I was like, hey, Lafayette, this is the first show I've ever done where the word laugh is right in the city. Yeah. You know, I'm being a goof. And uh, he, th- he was like, it's Lafayette, not Lafayette. Jesus. And he took that personally. And then he thought I purposely fucked up the name of the city to be oh, disrespectful boy. or something. I mean, the guy's a... Uh, unfortunate soul, obviously. Yeah, he says he's got a Zaps potato chip on his shoulder. It's a local reference. Ah, I see. Yeah, I thought but... it was a reference to the cum shirt I talked about earlier. <laughs> oh, no. But anyways, it really interrupted the show, but it was so psychotic because uh, I was like, well, that was strange. But I feel like I handled it well. Like Sarah was like, that was great. Because I just kind of went, all right, well, I'm not saying anything about the team. I don't really give a shit about your team and whatever. Yeah. And then uh, I just went back to the jokes. The show was great. He never came back in the room. He went out and left, I guess, which is good. He shouldn't be going out to shows. No, go buy a fedora. Like, if you can't handle that, then comedy's not for you. No, no, no. You should be elsewhere. Yeah, what a what a nut just going, oh, I heard a team name, that's my team, but and it's not bad. It doesn't even make sense. Even if I came out and was like, the Saints fucking suck and they all stink and they're gay, why would you, who cares? What yeah, the fuck yeah. are you talking about? How insecure are you? And, and go, oh, no they don't, ah, you know, make it fun. But why, I, why does this bother you? You're not on the team. I'll tell you what, I watched that uh, Saints-Vikings game uh, and I was thinking about him the whole time because he exists, he's a real person. Right, he's right. watching that game and I, I've never rooted so hard for a team in my life. Uh, yeah. I really do. I hope they lose all the game. I hope the team plane crashes just to upset that one guy. <laughs> I mean, shut up. Shut up, you fucking nitwit. Grow up. It's all he has, I guess. It's a book. The guy wrote a book. And Forrest Gump, by the way, is one of the most lovable characters of all time. Of course. And he's a goddamn All-American. He returned every kick for a touchdown. He's a fucking superhero. Well, you know, shit happens. But now I'm afraid he's going to hear this and shoot me next time I go back there. But um, I hope you get sober and get some help, my friend. Yeah, uh, the show was great, and uh, I loved it. A lot of Tuesdays, a lot of, a lot of gifts and kind words, so I appreciate it. We woke up the next day, drove back to Houston. Then we had Secret Group that night. Oh, and now this is the wow. last show of like a four-month run. Three days out, four days back, four days home, three days out, four days, whatever. Sure. So I'm like, this is the last show, and I'm just worn out. I'm comedied out, traveled yes. out. One show left. We hang with the family for a little bit. And now it's time to go down there. And it's a little anxious because Sarah's like from Houston. So she's got friends from high school. Her best friends are coming. There's like, pre- it's like doing the hometown show. You but know? wait, you went from Houston to Louisiana to back? Yeah, I'm back. Oh, so boy. Oh, boy. We had four hours of driving. Then we were there at the hotel for like nine hours. Had a uh-huh. nice breakfast, by the way, at some breakfast diner. All right. And diner. then drove back. So we drove about eight hours out of like. Woo. 15. It was a lot of driving. Yeah. Uh, but we had a nice time. And there's no like real highway in Texas there. It's a lot. It's like red lights and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of annoying. Come on, Longhorns. But anyway, so we get back to Houston. We go to Secret Group, and it's packed. Mm. Packed. That's a great show. Yeah, Andrew's like, we sold 88 tickets today. Whoa! Which I'm like, what? I'm like trying to look. I'm like, nobody tweeted it. No, nothing. I don't know what the hell was going on. Word of mouth. 
It just spread, and again, ton of Tuesdays. I had just been there, and it's starting to really feel like we got something cooking We're here. We're cooking. You're in, you're in on the ground floor, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, spread the word. We're going to be Ooh. back for uh, whatever the fuck it's called, Skankfest. Yes. Yeah, and uh, T-shirts. So we're coming back for Skankfest. We're going to do a live episode. And I think that thing's going to be packed. Every single person was like, I'll see you at Skankfest. I'll see you at Skankfest. Yeah, we got to figure out who the guest is going to be on that bitch. Yeah, Skank guest. Yeah. Uh, but that show was rocking. Sarah had the best set I've ever seen her have. Wow. Both not. New or- uh, in, I just cut New Orleans again. Lafayette and then Houston. She's all anxious. She's nervous. Hometown show. All these people. You're with family murdered i wow. mean she fucking killed and i was like this is like a lot of pressure and then this has happened to me a few times i think i have ibs from taking prilosec oh yeah because this has happened about six times you were there one of the nights at the stand where i just can't stop shitting for about 30 oh, minutes Oh, dude i had to take your spot in at the show because you were boom booming i got problems i think the prilosec is fucking up my stomach lining or some shit i don't know what the hell maybe it's anxiety or diet whatever the fuck but uh, I was just shitting, just a ton of shit, Yeah, and I couldn't stop. And it was like, you know when you shit and you're like, that was it. All right, I got oh, it out. Thank yeah. God I got it out before I went on. And I come back in about one minute, and I just hear, Bruh. Oh, I know that. Bruh. I had nine Dumb and Dumber shits in a row. Wow. Ooh. So now I'm getting anxious because I'm like, fuck, what if I can't get it under control? I'm right. shitting, and it's the last show, and I'm so nervous. And the night before, I had that weird thing with that fucking psycho. So I'm getting real anxious. Like, I'm, like, shaking with anxiety. Sure. And then because I've been through it so much, I've had the panic attacks on TV. I've had them with no headline. I just had the moment of, like, so what if I have a panic attack? I'll just deal with it. I'll just hey, do the show. Yeah, baby. I did it at the St. Louis Funny Bone. I did it on Conan. I'll just do it again. There you go. And immediately, it just all wafts away. Isn't that, but you lean into the skid. You lean in, and you also mark. are like, there's no power. Right. What's it going to do? I'll just do the show while having a panic attack. Sure. Whatever. No big deal. So what goes away, I go up there. I'm still a little shaken. I just told the New Orleans story. Oh, fucking the Lafayette story. Jeez. I you know what I think it is. I think of the state being called New Orleans. Ah, uh, well, it is the big to-do of the state. even Louisiana State, you just hear LSU. Right. There's no, you, don't, you never hear Louisiana. Yeah, you're It's just right. New Orleans this, New Orleans that. I went to New Orleans. There's so little. We talked about this before. Illinois is similar. There's so little associated with the state that you hear just in general conversation. Sure. It's not the city. Well, it's the same with New York. You don't really hear about Elvira, New York. You know, it's all fucking Manhattan. Right, but the difference is it's the same name. So you're still here in New York. Ah, so you don't true. confuse it, you know. Yeah, yeah, good point. But uh, so I just call. I'm like, I've been to Georgia. I've been to Florida. and I've been to New Orleans. Oh wow! Yeah, sorry to the people of Louisiana. If I, I I know you're there, but there's not a ton going on. As a guy from there, you you leave New Orleans and look, I'm I'm saying there's Baton Rouge, there's uh, Alexandria, the whole thing. I get it. There's the Gators and the swamps and the Anals, but that top half of, of uh, Louise is pretty desolate. Yeah, it's not much going on. So I apologize. I'll try to do better. The whole thing. It's similar. Massachusetts is like that too. Everyone just says they're from Boston. I'm from right, Boston. Right. Where are you from? The Berkshires. Yeah. So, any jizz, uh, I can't remember where I'm at now. Well, so I, anyways, I told that story about Lafayette. That kills, and this was like the hottest crowd. Legitimately, maybe the best show I've ever done Come in my on. life. I swear to tits. Wow, I got tits. it all recorded. About I did about 50 minutes, and they were hot. Wow. Fire. Send me Packed, the tape. And it's, it's 
comedy. Not, I said comedy and magic club. It's fucking secret group. So it's like this independent right. club. Such a cool room. It's not the improv. And also, it's one show. So they're all at one uh-huh. show. Which we've talked about this before. We're at a level, or I'm at a level, where our fans... There's like 80. So you have right. 10 at one show, 20 at one show, and seven at the other. This was all fans, comedy fans, and Sarah's friends, and it was hot. Woo-wee. I mean, ridiculous. Ridiculous ah, show. Such that. a way to go out after the long run of road stuff. And then I did like a meet and greet, but it was like in the front room. There's like a dance club. So I'm like meeting and greeting. Like There's like 90s dance music on and oh, stuff, fun. taking some photos. And that was just a great time. And now I'm done. And now it's just Christmas time. We're off, and we're just there for Christmas. And it was my first Christmas away from home. Sure. 37 years old, never not been in Massachusetts for right. Christmas. And uh, first time there, and it was a big decision. And uh, I couldn't have made a better decision because it was such a great time. There you go. And also getting away from the family is not the worst thing in the world sometimes. You got that right. So on the holidays. And the weather, it was 70 degrees. Sarah and I were bike riding and running oh, in East End Park. And, that's uh, nice. And uh, it was just a beautiful, beautiful Christmas time. And then, day after Christmas, I get up early. I get in the first flight back. That was kind of like my deal. I was like, I'll come the day after Christmas. Don't you worry. Uh-huh. So I fly back, and I got presents for my niece and nephew. I'm taking my nephew to the Boston Celtics game. Oh, there you go. His first game he's ever been to. He never goes to the city. It's very exciting. I took him to Faneuil Hall. I was telling him, like, this is the old comedy connection. This is where wow. I started. How he's old like, is he? He's 11. Okay. And uh, he's like, were you nervous when you first did it? And uh, I was like, I was, but I was not as nervous as I was of never taking a chance. Yeah. And he's like, yes, that makes sense. I felt like a dad, you know? Yes, yes. You need a son. I bought a hat. He puts his hat on. He's like, how's this look? I'm like, it looks great. And I just really spoiled the hell out of oh, them. Oh, good for you. Because, uh, you know, I'm fucking wealthy to an 11-year-old. Sure, you're I'm rolling like, it. I'm like, what do you want to get? Get this, get that. We go to Quincy Market, and it's all these foods. It's packed. And he's never been in a crowd in his life, wow. for God's sakes. What is this kid, in a wheelchair? What well, he's from the, the city? he's from the suburbs. My, my sister, they have no money. They don't have... To go to a Celtics game, a ticket's 125 bucks. That's 250. Costs 40 bucks to park. What? A hot dog's nine bucks. Right. They right. can't go to the city. My family doesn't have city money. <laughs> I figured you could jump on a on a Greyhound or something and take a wave and take a photo and come back. Look up these tickets. I'm telling you, it's All 200 bucks. Right. And my family's not city people. Right. They're not. They don't go to the city. They're, They're bridge th- trolls. They like to sit in the backyard. We're backyard <laughs> people. You get a fire and some beers and the whole thing. Cornhole. So I take him out. Oh, a big cornhole over there. You got a big one. So I take him out. We're at Quincy Market, and I go, uh, I got, I'm going to get a rotisserie chicken. You want something? He goes, I like that b- chicken wrapped in bacon. Oh, boy. So I buy a skewer. It's longer than my dick sure. and my father's dick combined. And there's a thumbprint in it. And uh, this is a huge thing. It's like 40 bucks. So expensive. I go, take it. So we're eating wow. it up in Quincy Market, and it's a huge pile of chicken. It comes with two sides. Wow. And he's just munching it up. He's sitting on the floor. He doesn't give a shit. He's eating it like a goddamn caveman. I'm loving it. And he's yes. never seen diversity in his life. Oh, he saw some Asians? Oh, Asians, blacks, whatever the hell. He's, he's like Tigers. blowing his mind. He's oh like, my. look at the size of the dick on that one. Sure, sure. And, uh, so I sucked it for him just to show him he could, you know? Here, here. And uh, got a dream. We got, we're going to the game, so we got like a huge meal still left. Right. Because we we got a gigantic meal. We only ate half of it, so I'm like, we'll give it to a homeless person, and that blew his tits off. Oh, He's like, what? wow. And then this was sweet. He's like, how do they trust us? Like, how do they know we're not poisoning oh. them? 
And I was like, well, they're eating fucking garbage. So, oh, this is like a mega wish of taking this retarded kid out. It's really, well, he's not retarded. Oh, he's, he's just a little shy. I see. But so we go up and we find a homeless woman and she's sitting there, you know, all with flies all over. I go, sure. And then you give her the foam thing. Now, this is ego, but you want to sit there and go, Open it up. Yes, yes. Open it up. Take a look. Yeah. See what you see. It's in there. Because I'm like, it's chicken wrapped in bacon and a pile of mac and cheese, Best mashed potatoes. I mean, it's like $30 of the food. Oh, yeah. And uh, But, you know, that's not the reason for giving, of course. But you want to just be like, boy, just give me something. Like if she's like, God bless or whatever. She had no teeth to eat it with. But ah, God bless. Give me. I want a, I want a hug and a beach. Yeah, you want to be when she opens it. She's like, what? Yes. Oh, my God. Exactly. I want to put the bacon on her face like Jim Carrey and Cable Guy and, you know. Ah. I was on a first date once, and me and this gal went and got Indian, and I saw a hobo, and I was trying to get laid, you know? So I was like, hey, watch me. Me too. (laughs) I was like, watch me. uh, Oh, we got these leftovers. Let me give it to that uh, derelict over there. And uh, I walk up to the guy, and he goes, what is that? I go, hey, it's leftovers. You know, I thought he was going to high-five me and, you know, get me some, some action. And he goes... Is that Indian? And I go, yeah, yeah, it's Indian. Thinking like, hey, this is international, baby. When right. are you eating Indian? Right. And he goes, oh, I don't want that shit. And he flopped it out of my hand. Oh, he flopped flop. it. He did the, the hand up. Well, the nice thing, if you're giving it to some loser, you can just scrape it back into the plate and give it to some asshole. They don't care. I guess, but he didn't want that roti, I'll Boy, tell you that, or the, the tikka masala. Well, maybe he's dabbled before, because th- their stomachs must be a little... No, sensitive. they're eating tin cans and fish bones all day. They can, they're can they drinking hooch. But I'm just saying, maybe he eats Indian and it fucking blasts off. He's only got a few fluids left. He can't lose uh, them. There's no so. IV for him. And he's shitting uh, under the, the subway sign, so he's not really, you know, I never like a nice throne. Right, but we're good people is the, is the moral you. of the story. So we give it to them, and he's all excited. We go to the game, and the Celtics, they're playing Cleveland, who sucks, so they just fucking lit it up, which is what you want. I don't want a close yes. game. I'm taking my nephew. Yes. Because if they lose, he'll be heartbroken. I want to blow out. We were up by 30 at one point, and I'm elbowing him. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's got some big dunks, and he's in hog heaven. He's loving oh, it. this is great. But he's just like me, this kid. In the middle of the game, it's like unbelievable. It makes me emotional. I was like, I almost cried nine times because, you know, it's one-on-one. I've never had a son. But he's so much like me. He's so anxious. In the middle of the game, he just looks concerned. I'm like, what's up, buddy? Mm. And he's like, well, I got a loose tooth. It's bothering me. Mm. And I'm like, you're just like me. Uh. I'm sitting here checking my gums for blood. I'm putting my finger in my ass to see if there's a lump. I'm like, that's me, buddy. Uh, This kid's got herpes, maybe. So I gave him a big hug, you know, and I was like, you're doing okay. It's going to be great. We took some photos. I showed him around the city. Sure. And uh, it was a hell of a time. We we were in Faneuil Hall, and I'm touching the bricks. I was like, touch these bricks. This is 300 years old. Those are the actual bricks. Isn't that crazy? Then we're walking up an alley, which I used to... I can't even tell them stories because every story I'm like, I ripped a mirror off of this one time and hit a hobo with it. I stole... I mean, it's all just... Was it a blackout? I was on pills? Me and your dad fucking stole a street sign and whipped it at a kid. Yeah, yeah. So I got to keep the stories to a minimum. But at one point, he stops and he's just touching the cobblestone. Mm. Just like the bricks because I was like, touch the bricks. Ah, boy. So he's touching the cobblestones and I'm like, Ah, boy, that's a homeless person shit there like 20 minutes ago. That's that needle. So he probably has tuberculosis now, but... Well, you know what's going to happen is uh, you showed him the best of his life. He's eating bacon. He's fucking homeless women. He's at a Celtics game. He's touching bricks. You're going to get this kid home, and he, his mom's going to go, here's your uh, plain Cheerios. He's going to go, ah, fuck that, you <laughs> right. fat cunt. I want a bacon wrap chicken delight, you whore. And she's going to go, what the hell happened? He goes, I don't want to live with you. I want to live with Joey. Well, the sweet thing is he has perspective, and he, he, he knew it was like a nice 
treat. But the problem is now I got to do it every time. I'm, oh, like, I'm looking yeah. up Celtics. I'm like, I got to take them to the Patriots yeah. game and the you, whole thing. You got to go to the Super Bowl now. You set a bar. I know, the big bar. Uh, Roseanne. Roseanne bar. <laughs> now we're back. I feel like we're finally getting in it I now. Know. It's like stuff. a half hour of my uh, bullshit. I got to wrap up anyways. But, but uh, it was a hell of a time. And then my niece, I took her. I watched, she never seen Scream. She's into horror movies now. Ah. She never seen Scream. So my dad watched it with us. We set up the surround sound. My dad like turned it to like 500. Oh, boy. And so we watched like the phone. It's like... Oh. Everyone's jumping. We had a great time. We I'm watched Forrest house. Gump. The whole thing. I want to wring your pretty neck. Yeah, well, that's a hell of a picture, by oh, the way. Oh, good movie. Genre. What do they call when they play with the genre? Bending. Bending. Yes. Maybe bending. Yeah, genre bending. Gender by the way, bending. I, we got to stop because I got to get to therapy here. Oh, sorry. But I'll just say this. Oh, jeez. I did. I got a whole more stories. We'll get to it next All week right. or whatever. But. Yesterday, two days ago, I'm in Omaha with Louie, and we drive by an old movie house, like a like a artsy fartsy art cinema, house. an art house cinema. That's the one. Fart house. Fart house. Yeah, that's my house, baby. Mm-hmm. So we go there, and uh, Parasite is in the on the marquee. I'm dying to see. I'm it. like, I, I gotta go see this. I'm with or without you. I'm going. He's like, let's go. So we go there, and it's an Omaha. This is how you know that movie is something. It's a Korean film sure. playing in Omaha, Nebraska. Right. So I went in. I knew nothing about the movie other than this has got to be special. Everyone's sure. saying it's the best movie of the year. And for a Korean movie to make it to Omaha. It's pretty good. So that's all I know. I know nothing of the plot, nothing of anything. I just go, all right, let's go watch this film oh, that's God. playing in Omaha. If you hate this movie, I'm going to be a little torn here. Well, we sit down. It's a small theater, like 30 seats, and it's packed. Oh, wow. And there's there's only two seats open, and there's one guy sitting in between them, and the guy sees us and moves over a seat, so ah, shout out to that guy. Sweet Midwesterners out there. Very nice. And then he looks up, and I think he, saw, he was like, sees it's Louie, which oh. I'm like, this must be blowing everyone's mind. I know, I know. But you're wow. in a bowling alley. Is he going to jerk it in this theater? He didn't, as far as I could tell. Fred Willard. But the Popcorn tasted funky. Oh, boy. It stuck to my lips. But the movie starts. I know nothing about it. And yada, yada, yada. This picture is incredible. Unbelievable film. What a picture. Go see this film. I'll tell you what. I mean, it was up and down, left and right. Black was... White. All right. Day was... Night. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was really something. I mean, this is genre bending. I laughed. I cried. I farted. I mean, it was really something. I didn't cry. That's stupid. But it was really tremendous film. And I don't want to say nothing about nothing. Just go in blind and enjoy the the stylings because oh boy i can't wait to this, see these koreans get cooking this is a special film folks i oh, mean they, wow. uh, they they boil up a dog and have small dicks and it's quite a movie i can't wait uh boy is it north or south south north ah. they don't put out a lot of films in north korea no i guess not um uh, uh, i gotta say I, i'm dying to see it and uh somebody told me it sucked so i'm glad to hear who that. said it sucked i want names. i don't want to tell you come on give me an initial i'll tell you off air okay all right sucked wow i thought it was wunderbar oh boy quite right. a film dying to see it you, you gotta go see it i got the screener so i might watch it again Ooh, with sarah do the captions fuck you no well here's the thing i don't mind a sometimes in, i'm intimidated by captions but then i think inglorious bastard godfather part two Two of my favorite movies of all time. Well, I mean, Glorious Bastards is nowhere close to that movie. But like, 
If they don't say this movie's in captions, right. there's just scenes, you don't even notice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And Glorious Bastards, like 60% of it is subtitled. True. But no one's like, oh, I can't watch that. There's subtitles. Right, right. But anywho, go see it. I, I, I got to fucking go because if I'm late for therapy, I got All too right. much to we deal with right now. But where are you going to be there, Fatty? All right. Well, this weekend... I am in Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, come Comedy on. Comedy on State. Yeah. You'll sell that puppy out. First uh, headlining weekend in like a month now. It's oh, weird yeah. to go from one to the other. I'm like, I just need a break so desperately. And now I'm like, I got to get back out there. It's right. been too long. So I got that uh, this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If you're in New York, Sunday, the 26th, I'm doing the Fat Black at 11 p.m. There's going to be no one there. Ah. I'm, doing, I'm running my uh, album. I'm going to record a new album Gaze, soon. Please come support. Yeah, so come on out if you're in New York. It's a late night Sunday, but who knows. And then Omaha Funny Bone. I just did it with Louie. I'll be back there February 6th through the 8th. Uh, then the Joker's Cruise, but that's probably sold out or something. Then Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase. That's one of my favorite clubs yes. ever. February 27, 28, and 29. And then March is big. Hyenas in Plano, Texas. Nice. Comics in Mohegan Sun. There you go. And then uh, I'm headlining the Belly Room Monday, Ooh. March 16th. L.A. People in L.A. are always messaging. Yep. Hoping to do some fucking podcasts, for God's sakes. Get on it. Uh, March 16th, the Belly Room in L.A. And then, of course, uh, Skank Fest. And then Vegas. Fucking March 30th through April 4th with Mark and Veter and uh, Maybe Ari. possibly Ari. Vecchione. He's pretentious. Uh, I think Vecchio. And then Worcester again in April for Patriots Day weekend. Bunch of fun dates coming up. All right. You're cooking. Yeah, uh, it's exciting. I'm in Tampa this weekend and Orlando on the Wednesday. So uh, Oh, I love that gig. Yeah, so that's going to be a hot one. Actually, Orlando might be on Thursday. Oh, boy. You guys figure it out. I'm all over the road. Uh, then we're off to... Good old L.A. I'm doing a bunch of shit in L.A., <laughs> Dynasty Typewriter, maybe some big podcasts. Who knows? I might hook up with Theo Vaughn, Ooh. Comedy Store in La Jolla. That's uh, going to be a hot one. I've always heard this club's great. It's right on the beach. Let's go gay. Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. You know who might stop by, the King Jew. Helium in St. Louis. Hello. That's a tough room. Let's uh, get those gays out there. Royal Oak, Michigan. You know you love it. Aloha Comedy Festival in Honolulu. Wow. Yeah, that would be a kooky. That's your second Hawaii festival. You got that right. Zany's in Nashville. Laughing Skull in Atlanta. He's never been. Stress Factory in Bridgeport. That'll be rough. Cellar Vegas. Can't wait. New Brunswick Stress Factory. Moon Tower with the Fat Man. Moon Tower, Moon Tower. Des Moines, Iowa. Then we're doing all kinds of like Wichita. I'm doing a one-nighter in Omaha, Kansas City. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Chicago in May. Laugh Stop in Calgary. That's in May. Tempe Improv. You heard it here first. MarkNormanComedy.com. ComedianJoeList.com. <laughs> Get on the Patreon if you want to see those videos. A lot of live apps. T-shirts are back. We're gay. We love you. Blow pa- somebody. Yeah, Patreon's big. Yeah. And the YouTube. Go watch, subscribe, oh, and comment. like the YouTube. Comment. Positive, please. You hurt my feelings. Ah. And, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, be nice to each other. Yeah, say hello to an old person. Give a hobo some yeah. food. And, eat someone uh, out tonight. Yes. Whoever you're with, eat them out. Even if, if you're a woman, blow a guy. If you're a guy, eat her out. Or if you're gay, do the same. Whatever yeah. whatever correlates. Perform some oral sex for fun. Eat some ass. Yeah, I love go. eating ass. Eating ass spans all sexual orientations. Good point. Aha. Uh-huh. I have a point. All right. So eat our asses, suck our dicks. We'll see you live. Praise Allah. 
you be 